Welcome to Sid's Poetry Corner. Um, I think the room's going to appreciate this one tonight. <clears throat> we like them boys that be in them lacks leaning. Open they mouth, they grill gleaming. Candy paint, he keep that whip clean. And they always be talking. That country slang we like, they keep that beat that be in the back beating. Eyes be so low from that chiefing. I love how he keep my body screaming. A rude boy that's good to me with street credibility. Thank you. Wow. Wow. Powerful poetry here today. Yeah. Um, yeah. Peace. Work on that one for <laughs> for a while. You know what I'll say to that? Where they at? Where they Where at? Where they at? <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> well, that most certainly relates. Uh, let's mm-hmm. tell our listener homegirls what we watched this week. This week, we tuned into Street Code Broken, released 2022. Currently available to stream on Tubi, directed by friend of the show, Janiah Black, written by Kamal Smith, and starring Meech Icewood and Denzel Dandridge. Mm-hmm. Let's start the show. The new Chitlin Circuit. Welcome back to the new Chitlin Circuit, the only podcast dedicated to Black indies only. My name is Lex. And I'm Sid. And each week we watch a black independent movie. Why? Because we love them. And this, and this is how we're going to do it. Every week we open with our 60 second challenge where I tell you the plot of the movie in 60 seconds or less. Then we get into our general thoughts and walk through the movie scene by scene. Sid, how do we end every episode? At the end of each and every episode, we give out some flowers. We give out some awards. We nominate someone for our highly coveted Who Came to Act Award. And at the end of the season, one of those actors will be named our Who Came to Act winner for the season. Yup, yup. All right, let's get into our 60-second challenge. All right. This week's challenge is brought to us by Chrysler. Let's go ahead and start the show. And start. All right. So uh, in the D, um, mm-hmm. we have a got two gangsters named Larry and Devante or Deontay. Um, and they just now getting started taking over the city for the drug game. They're selling weed and stuff. Larry is turning ruthless. If y'all ever seen juice like that, like Tupac and juice, mm-hmm. <laughs> Larry's starting to kill niggas and stuff. And Deontay obviously little church boy he ain't feeling it he's like a choir boy he's not cut out for his life he thought he was just gonna be selling drugs making money (laughs) buying fresh buffs (laughs) and getting out there killing people so Deontay meets this girl Tiffany uh whose daddy is a reformed gangster and he's in Mm -hmm. the church and Tiffany's in the church and Tiffany don't know nothing about all the little uh uh, nefarious business that Deontay is doing so he's like talking to her going to church and he's trying to get out of this life with Larry but it comes back to bite him real bad and the street code get broke how'd I do wow two seconds that was great you great synopsis there you really wrapped it up this week so you get a yeah I feel like I had something to prove from last week 
Yeah. Yeah. No. And you know, you, 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 you did, you did, you did it. I'll give you that one. You yeah. know, me and the board had to confer last week, but this week I can make a unanimous decision. Yeah. Oh, wow. I love that. Thank you. <laughs> well, now that we know what went on in the movie, let's get into our general thoughts on Street Code Broken. All right, y'all. Before we get into our general thoughts on Street Code Broken, wanted to shout out listener homeboy of the show, Greg, who sent us in a listener pick, uh, A Sunday Affair. And I know we're international now, so I did some Googles and, you know, we're going to add this to our list of suggestions. Add this to our list of listener suggestions for the season. It's growing. Appreciate you guys so much for sending in suggestions uh, to the inbox. We've been adding them to our list, and you might even hear your pick on the show. So stay tuned. And let's get back to our review of Street Code Broken. So, Sydney, what did you think of Street Code Broken? I'm going to just say it flat out right here, right now. Um, she's done it again. Uh, Miss Janaya Black is two for two <laughs> in my book. Um, what a film! Um, it, I, I already, I think, generally, we already have a bias for films set in Detroit since starting the show. Like, oh, yeah. automatically, I'm in because, like, I'm going to like it some somehow, some way. I'm going to enjoy the movie. Um, Detroit mm-hmm. as a film setting has just become just so like it's like novelty now for me, it's just so nice and yeah. new and refreshing in a film so i love seeing detroit and all the filmmakers and actors really doing their thing out there and making movies and getting them out um but listen janaya you've done it again um <laughs> this movie was emotional uh tugged at the heartstrings this movie gave me butterflies honestly i think oh. you know, if it's not already in the works i feel like you should add a rom-com to the list because i think you could do it um Deontay and Tiffany's relationship really kind of gave me well that was we'll get into it but I really think that's something that uh Janiah could do one day soon hopefully um and like we said also when uh we did Turn of the Cheek Janiah has a way of like making faith-based films but that don't kind of just like slap you around in the face with Jesus it's like Jesus Mm -hmm. is in the film like faith is important to the plot of this movie but it's not like you know, drowning me in like church and things like that. So, um, yeah. yeah, I, I enjoyed this movie. I loved it. I can't wait to talk more about it. What did you think about street code broken? Yeah. I, I also have a real soft spot for Detroit <laughs> in mm-hmm. the, in the black indie space. It's, I had to look up the word to make sure I used it right. It's ubiquitous. Yeah. Like once you put on a Ooh. black indie, like Detroit is like, yeah, like, it's you got a 50 50 chance of the movie being set in Detroit. So (laughs) it excites me. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. I kind of knew because I'm already such a fan of Miss Janiah. I kind of already knew, you know, what type of caliber of, of story we were getting into. So I was uh, excited to break into it. And I have to say, I do think the movie landed for the, for the overwhelming most part for me, like Mm -hmm. overwhelmingly positive. Um, because first off, opens up with a theme song. It <laughs> did you catch that? Theme song. I did. It was an so, original yeah. score. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So as soon as I heard, dang, stick it to the code of streets. I oh. said, this, yeah, this is going to be for <laughs> this, me. This is so, yeah. one of them ones. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I did like it. Now I'm a bit more touchy about, uh, mm. Jesus based movies <laughs> than, yeah. than you are. 
Um, so I do have some reservations a little bit about some of the elements mm-hmm. in the movie, like when it comes to that. But when it comes to like the filmmaking and like yeah. the the direction of the movie, yeah, this is this is solid. It's professional work. It's it's well, how do you say? It's it's class act. It's great A stuff. Like when yeah, and especially stuff. Kamal Smith was involved in this, right? Did he write this? I know. Yeah, Kamal, he wrote this uh, screenplay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we've watched some movies of his as well. So this is not this is not no amateur type of stuff. <laughs> it's not. You know? This is real professional. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> nice. I can't wait to get into yeah. this. Let, let's walk through some of these scenes. Let's do it. Here on the new Chitlin Circuit, we like to start with the first scene of the movie. And this one opens up just, just looking out on the D. You're just looking out on mm-hmm. Detroit, the beautiful land, and having that uh, original music roll in. They play yeah. to the code of the streets. <laughs> oh. Really good. <laughs> so we are firmly in the land of Chrysler and Cartier. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I gotta get yeah. me some Cartier buffs. I'm, I'm gonna get me some. You would like, be insufferable. That, You'd never I really, take I, them off. I absolutely would. Like, and I want to get the darkest tint possible, <laughs> and like just the hardware gleaming. Yeah, I would not yeah. take them off. <laughs> the the Detroit movie actor, um, light skinned guy from These Men for Everybody. He looks oh, so good um, in his Cartier buffs. <laughs> oh, girl. Does he? We, he was yeah. one we said last when we watched these men for everybody. He should do like a romantic comedy or like a drama. His oh, name totally is Damaris sure. Harvey. Yeah. Yeah. When I think of Cartier Shades, I imagine his face in them. He looks really yeah. good. Yeah, he do looks, He looks really good in them. He does. <laughs> but yeah. Um, why? Why are we like that? Okay, so this movie opens up, fresh theme song, and we're in the car with Larry and Deontay. And as far as it mm-hmm. looks like, it looks like they're just chilling. You know, they're passing a the blunt back and forth. They're just having some guy talk, um, yeah. kind of gross, like talk about like using the bathroom at your girl's house. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, it seems super chill until we see, you think they're pre-gaming until you see the party that no. they roll into, which is not a party they are looking to attend for fun. <laughs> it's <Mm-mm>. for business. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Blickies are out. guns are blazing. <laughs> yeah. Blickies and blammies yeah. all over the place. They come in guns a blazing, break up this very vibey party. <laughs> right. All the girls um, are having a good time, playing a little pool, you know, yeah. the host of the party. He's trying to, you know, he's talking to one of the girls there. It's it's, it's a vibe. And yeah. they come in and kill the vibe immediately. <laughs> yeah. They squash it all. The girl that the party thrower was talking to, she had this little curly uh-huh. afro. She yeah. was beautiful. <laughs> and she was like I, I was no. hoping she'd be more in the movie but she was just a party goer in the scene mm-hmm. um she's gorgeous she's beautiful um but that wasn't the point of the scene obviously i got distracted <laughs> <laughs> so larry and deontay come into this party guns out because the person who's throwing this party frank or some whatever his name was owed him money mm-hmm. and it, he's That's not paying up it's he he just said i got you tomorrow three tomorrows in a row and it's not yeah. gonna fly. So after they mess the party up and take Frank, take Frank out of there, Larry ends up shooting and killing Frank. And killing in Frank. front of Deontay. In front of Tay. Yeah. And this is where like immediately Tay is like, whoa. <laughs> um, That's not what we said we was gonna do. We was gonna scare him a little bit. He would have the money and not murder somebody. That's too far, man. <laughs> yeah. 
And yeah. I actually, at this point in the movie, in the beginning and up to this point, I was like, I've seen this. Like, I think my mama had this on when I was oh, <laughs> home last. When you was home last. Because <laughs> I was like, I remembered this line um, that Larry delivers. Um, Deontay says, what is that? We not killers? And, Deontay, and Larry goes, no, we not. We drug dealers <laughs> that mean business. <laughs> and I was like, period. Okay. Period. That's what he mean business. <laughs> yeah. There's another line in this movie that uh, proclaims uh, someone is proclaiming their profession as a drug dealer that I thought was hilarious. It's when he's in there with um, like what's it, what's the little 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 tag, little mag, little little mag L- and and little Pee-wee mag and Pee Wee. He said, "Man, we yeah. drug dealers." Yeah, Larry comes in and is like, "This trap house is dirty as fuck in here, man. Clean this up." <laughs> and one of the guys goes, "I'm a drug dealer." I'm a drug dealer. <laughs> like, the damn janitor i'm a drug that is so funny (laughs) you know so there was a little uh comedic moment later on but this time it wasn't funny because larry's just killed this guy so now deontay's in too deep he meant business and no remorse no regrets yeah yeah and deontay's a whole accomplice now (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know and he's a crucial so, part of the business. He's the grower. He he's growing the supply. Yes. So yes. Larry kind of need him or else. Mm-hmm. So uh now we actually see, you know, the next day we get a glimpse into, okay, like Deontay seemed like a goon when he was in the party. So why are he acting like that? And we see right. him go visit his grandma, and it becomes immediately clear this is not he is not that guy. He's not at all. He, is he just not the just shooting type of a, guy. A sweet boy, yep, who happened yeah. to be selling drugs to one of his childhood best friends and it went too mm-hmm. far. He literally yeah. wrong place, wrong time. Well, he was there on purpose, yeah. but wrong wrong time to be there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know how he what he reminded me of? And I I this is my first point that I want to talk about. Um, especially mm-hmm. because we we've spoken to Miss Janai. She's a, a a friend of the show, one of our favorite filmmakers mm-hmm. here. And you know, something that is crucial for independent filmmaking and something that she's really good at is taking like yeah. raw talent, like people who may not have acted a whole bunch, and just mm-hmm. seeing the vision for them being in the role and directing them into yeah. a good performance. So like this actor who plays uh, Deontay, I've not seen him in a whole mm-hmm. lot of other stuff. So it seems like maybe he's a, a bit more green. But I could see why he was cast in this role because he reminds me of yeah. like uh, Marcus Houston and Omarion and You Got Served. <laughs> like, why are you getting mixed up with this street shit? You with the whole of that, like- yeah. You look like you lead uh, swim classes at the Boys and Girls Club. <laughs> he absolutely you do not did. look like nobody's gangster. <laughs> yeah, not at all. Not. Yeah. So I could see but, why that choice was made. <laughs> yeah. It also reminded me too from from our conversation with Janaya. She mentioned that like just dream actor to direct for her would be Denzel, and I love mm-hmm. that um, the character Larry his. He's, his real name is Denzel. And I said, listen, yeah. listen now, Larry hey. was acting <laughs> down. Okay. I was scared I, I of him. Scared. But like, also like so Denzel with two L's. Oh um, if you're in the New York area, <laughs> let me know. Okay. Yeah. He's anyway. very handsome. <laughs> very. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, 
ladies, if you like, if you like a guy with a little bit of a little bit of thug in him, you need a soldier. Go ahead, yeah, and I need a soldier. Movie. Yeah. <laughs> what don't she say in her new song? Every good girl needs a little thug. If you put it down, I'm gonna put it up. Uh, uh, uh. Ooh, me. I have to tune into that. I haven't heard that song. <laughs> it's <a> great song. <laughs> So, yeah, we see Tay in his natural habitat, which is sitting up there eating his grandma's biscuits. Yep. <laughs> and being a sweet boy. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. And she's rightfully, like, on him because, boy, you ain't got no job. And right. he's talking about just riding out unemployment. It's like, you don't have a job. You're not, you know, no woman's going to want that. That girl you with is is no good for you. She's just no, no. count, like, you know? And then we... In the next scene, we see the girl, and she is mm-hmm. no count. <laughs> you know, she is just she is no, she kills the vibe. That girl is no fun to be around, and she mean like Deontay, yeah. you're so sweet. Let that go. <laughs> it's borderline verbal abuse. Like yeah. every minute of the day, she's yelling at him, in, like mm-hmm. accusing him of things. Just like there's no love here. There's no joy. It's just uh, verbal abuse and drama. You know, yeah. And who wants pretty that? girl? But no ain't nobody pretty enough yeah, to be worth all girl. that. Yeah, yeah. So they chilling, and Larry comes. You know, randomly shows up to Deontay's place, and you know the ball is rolling on the business ends of things mm-hmm. here. They're growing their operation, and Larry is starting to get a little like, all right now. You need to be available when I'm trying to reach out to you. And this right. rolls throughout the movie. So the first time it's like, oh, what are you But the second time it's like, I called you last night. Why didn't you answer? Why you ain't answer? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We business partners, I need you to pick up when I call. But Deontay's yeah. like, I'm not picking up if you're going to call me to gun with you and kill somebody again. Yeah. I don't want to be part of yeah. that. Yeah. And Deontay's too green to just be straight up and be like, after the first murder, what you should have said was, whoa, I need you to not do that. (laughs) And if Mm -hmm. that's how you're going to do that, I can't roll with you. I'm going to have to bow out, you know, but he kept going anyway, um, trying to hold two plates at once. Cool. Another thing Mm -hmm. I love about her films is that, you know, she takes her time to build it up. One thing that I appreciate is that sometimes in, uh, in faith-based films, definitely. And I'm actually going to talk about another movie we watched earlier this season in comparison, but in faith-based movies, especially sometimes I feel that writers and directors ask of me emotional investment in places they didn't build it or earn it. And that is never to be said about like uh films from uh miss janaya so we're slowly seeing how these two worlds are going to come together so on the other side of the city is a neighborhood cleanup event (laughs) and (laughs) there's a father and daughter uh tiffany nicknamed tweety and her dad so cute uh, mr simmons (laughs) so cute um and they're, you know, they're very close since the, like, passing of Tiffany's mom, which is uh, yeah. Mr. Simmons' wife. And then we also see the pastor come, who is a familiar face. Uh, yeah. yeah, pastor um, from Turn of the Cheek. He was the father in that. Yeah. Great yeah. performance. And I, I loved his performance in that. in that. It was so good. Yeah, so good. <laughs> um, so, yeah, um, they're coming together. And, you know, um, the pastor's asking Mr. Simmons to do some outreach ministry type of work because Mr. Simmons Mm -hmm. is a 
former, like he used to run the streets, but he doesn't anymore because that's how he lost his wife. Um, right. And it changed him forever. And he also got shot in the, in that process too. Yeah. Yeah. So the pastor, now, wants he's Mr. OG. To go he's, out. A, he's a reform gangster. Um, yeah. These days, which we love. Yeah. And he's just all about his daughter these days. I couldn't quite mm-hmm. tell how old the daughter was supposed to be. Maybe just maybe like, I, maybe she took a year off in of college. Feel like she's like 20. That's what, it, that's what I thought. Like, I feel like she's clearly post high school age, may, like for mm-hmm. sure old enough to have like either been to college or have went to college, but maybe just not in school right now and taking time being home with her dad. Cause mm-hmm. I don't really, it's not clear how long ago her mother was murdered. So like since that, maybe she just wants to, oh, it's been a year. Okay. They did say that. So like since that, maybe she took time away from school and is focusing yeah. on just like spending time with dad, being in the church and doing things in the community, but not, you know, doing school right now. So I think she at least yeah. 1920. At least that's what it seemed like. Yeah. Um, And it's sweet that she's like hanging out with her dad and making sure he's good. Mm-hmm. Um, So the, the pastor pulls him aside and wants him to do some outreach work to talk to some of the young guys in the neighborhood to try and, like, you know, steer them off of this path, you know? Um, it's like a cautionary tale type of situation. And they actually yeah. give it a try. There's some guys who sit on the stoop around the corner, um, of like, a few scenes later, and they go over there, <laughs> and the pastor goes over there with Mr. Simmons and is like, hey, this is Mr. Simmons. He's, you know, he could probably tell y'all a little something. And... Here's now. Here's where I get you know, where I'm like, all right now. I know where you're going now. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Because right. here I was like, all right now, we, we we're pushing it a little bit, but I'm I'm a ride with you. Yeah, I know yeah. exactly where you're going. I, yeah. What I one thing that I really liked about the movie is one, it doesn't demand any emotion from me that it didn't earn, and two, mm-hmm. like a big struggle of uh, films that are like rooted in. Uh, Christian messages, which are not, which many of them are universal, you know, forgive people, love thy neighbor. Like these are universal, like, like these are Mm -hmm. good things. Um, But a problem (laughs) with like a lot of uh, devout filmmakers is that they really struggle to show non-Christians. We watched a movie called Due Season a few weeks ago. Uh, and yes, we did. The supposedly <laughs> worldly people, because the movie was trying to show there's worldly people and there's church people. This worldly people were obviously devout Christians playing sinners. <laughs> like it was obvious. It was like, no, that is not what goes on in the club. Like you like obviously not, you don't you know. Cosplaying <laughs> as a sinner. That's hilarious. Right. And it's like, oh, what? A, ooh, you're such a Jezebel. No, that's not. Like, that is not how people live. <laughs> and that is not a problem. I just one of my favorite things about the movie is that, like, it's a, um, it's just it's a very authentic, you know, um, yeah, view into the lives of people who are not like devout Christians, maybe like heavily devout in church. Yeah, on. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I okay. like that, but the one. Uh, thing that that stuck out for me that made me because like I said I'm 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 much more sensitive to these type of things because I grew up uh, getting scared awake because my mom would put on Mm -hmm. TVN (laughs) it's 3 a.m. in the morning (laughs) and and, and And all you hear is wake up wake (laughs) up get up out your sleep I'm shaking because I'm in the binum. To wake up, it's it's getting to the climax. Talk about of her, her sermon. sheets. 
Yeah, them sheets. <laughs> I can't believe you hadn't heard of that. I've seen that so many times before. I had not. Like I had yeah, not. Until so, you told I'm it to me, that's when I went and watched that. it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what'd you think? <laughs> I it, it was full of drama, um, which is it's probably theatrical. one of my favorite things. It's just theatrical. <laughs> the theatrics of the she, church is one of my favorite she, things. <laughs> when she goes on the stage in the sheets, you don't know where it's going to yeah. go. And then as she gradually takes them off. <laughs> drama. It's so dramatic. And that's the type of stuff I would just, it was just always being, I was raised really Christian. So I'm very sensitive yeah. to faith-based stuff. And I get real, I'm easily uh, bothered by them. Mm-hmm. Unlike mm-hmm. many people. So the I say all that to say to cushion. I say all that to cushion. <laughs> um, yeah. One of the, like the, the main issue that I had is like, Mr. Simmons comes up and him and the pastor are like, oh, y'all smoking weed? Oh, don't mind me. But it's like, yeah. they, they do this twice. And Mr. Simmons comes up and he's like, oh, y'all drinking on the Lord's Day. Don't, no, don't stop on my account. And it's yeah. like, you And the pastor goes, he didn't say y'all smoking weed. He said, don't stop getting high on my account. <laughs> like, that I was I told judgy. you, don't change nothing when I come up. It's like, no, you're being judged. Yeah. There's no verse in the Bible where Jesus walked up to the hoes and the drug dealers like, oh, y'all still hoeing? be easy like you know he just didn't say anything that's how like you would just you know what i'm saying so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. when he goes there like mr simmons is doing this it was so authentic though because he desperately yeah. wants these boys to not do what he did what like, he did yeah he's trying to like but the mm-hmm. only tools he has to help them is to just appeal to their morality and like be like hey yeah don't do this because it can end up really bad like it did for me. But that's not right. enough. That's kind of my gripe. It's like the only people aren't choosing to do that because they want to all the time. Right, right. You have to like provide some alternatives. Yeah. Yeah. The church true. is in a great position in the black community to curb some of that like violence mm-hmm. among young boys. But having people go out and try and scare them straight isn't really a good way to it's do it. It's not it. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't see plenty yeah. of episodes of Beyond Scare Straight, and most of those yeah. kids do not get scared straight. It don't happen. It doesn't like, work. That way. You got to actually give them something. Like, yeah. and this is and this movie is actually a pretty good example. Of it. That's why it's not really a knock on the movie. It's just it made me think of that because mm-hmm. what actually changes Deontay off the path is having is seeing is actually envisioning an alternative lifestyle for him. Not alternative, yeah. but like an alternate universe for him where he can for actually yes. take a different path. You have to provide an alternative to what they're doing. Cause if you don't, mm-hmm. then they'll just do what they have in front of them, which is sell drugs. Agreed. That was a good note. Um, From there, we're back to the business. We back to Larry and Deontay. Oh, yes. They meet with uh big G from Cleveland. G from Cleveland. <laughs> Yeah. Now let me tell you something. That was a big handsome man. I'm sorry. That was a big man. His <laughs> name is Lamont handsome. Collins. Yeah. I like the gray in his beard. I like the way he wore his shirts and his chains. He was handsome. That's what I like. <laughs> um I'm sorry. I I like that. Listen to homegirl Alexis is rolling her shoulders. She's getting closer <laughs> to the mic. Um, yeah. And she's doing a little shimmy, rather. It's like a I little do. light shimmy. <laughs> and I do. Chin up, light shimmy. Yeah. It's These the young boys can't do nothing for me. I need a little salt and pepper in the <laughs> you beard. You want an established man. Yeah. Somebody that got Ooh. something. <laughs> Hello? Ooh. So 
um, Big G from Cleveland comes in <laughs> and he's doing a deal with Larry and mm-hmm. uh, Tay. It's a normal deal. You know, they do the exchange. Boop, boop, boop. Tay, I don't understand why he is getting involved. If you growing the weed, why are you there with the muscle counting? Them? Why are you at the transaction? Because he's you also be. He's also the face of the business. Larry. That's Tate a mistake have a choice. on Larry's part. That is a mistake. It is a mistake on, on Larry's, it's a mistake on Larry's part. part for sure. But like Deontay yeah. didn't. I don't think he knew that me, somebody who has never been involved in the fairy activity, love but I'm gonna give. This is how the streets That's not how the That's not how you run. That's not how you become a kingpin. Larry didn't understand okay. that, but I yeah. do anyway. So <laughs> Deontay is so soft and nice. He don't yeah. know when to say, Larry, I'm just going to grow this for you. I want to be in the background. You handle the business. Mm-hmm. You're the face. You also the muscle, clearly, because you're killing people. Yeah. I just grow. And Larry didn't understand that. Larry thought, no, we homeboys. We do this together. Larry mm-hmm. was trying to be like Ghost and Tommy. But the difference is Ghost and Tommy was both killers. Okay. Right. Uh, right. It's y'all not on the same page. And that's dumb. Why are you? Yeah. They're literally doing a hand-to-hand exchange. Yeah. That is, if one police officer sees you do that, you're both going you're to done. the chokey. Now who's you're making done. the money? What what you gonna say? Who the fuck gonna spend the money if we all dead, dummy? <laughs> <laughs> like, we did it, Joe. No, the fuck you didn't? That's my favorite line. <laughs> they trying to kill us because they old and they don't care nothing about and y'all gonna melt that ice. <laughs> <laughs> she did that. that was she so is good. so funny. She <laughs> But yeah, um, that's so dumb. Why would you have your supplier at risk like that? So everything's fine though with G from Cleveland. Real cool guy, does the mm-hmm. deal, whatever. He comes as long back as he got his money and don't gotta find you, G is cool. Like yeah. what well, guy has products and don't gotta find you, he cool. He comes back later in the movie and offers them a much mm-hmm. bigger deal. Says he wants like what, like 40, 50 pounds of weed. Um yeah. and so that's a lot of weed the stakes. And that Deontay right does not the- have the ability to grow in the time frame was ge- that was given. <laughs> and at that time, by the time that happens, the stakes are raised on both sides for Deontay because he has started to see Tiffany, Mr. Simmons' daughter. I loved this, this subplot in the movie. <laughs> Number one, uh, the actress who played Tiffany, Chelsea Sutherland, she is a star. Yeah. Let's talk really, about a yes. scene stealer. This girl yeah. lights up a screen. Mm-hmm. I, I like through. I loved every moment. She was. I said, "Wow, who was like yeah. fantastic." Um, and her and Deontay's relationship, seeing it play out throughout the movie, was it just gave me so many butterflies. It was so beautiful and just cute. Her little, you know, yeah. Christian sensibility. She didn't kiss the boy. They was dating for months, and I said, "Man, yeah. maybe it's me. Yeah. I'm a hoe." That's what I can't. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you said to yourself. Well, shit. <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. I'm gonna start you know, going I'm to more church like, um, and find me a boy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> ask me. I'm ask me next Sunday if I got out of bed. Just, just text me at like I, ten o'clock. I'll tell you what. I do you one better. I'm gonna call you at nine o'clock <laughs> Eastern next Sunday and okay. see. That way, that way you don't have to miss church because you'll be up. So you could just get up and go. You're right. Even I got to spin on Sunday mornings, so I'm a I'm I'm a spin with the Lord. Um, oh, we'll spin. Um, <laughs> save you. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> on Judgment's Day. 
<laughs> not on Judgment Day. From heart disease, yes, but not mm-hmm. on Judgment Day. It's more about who you're going to see after you, the heart right. disease. So yeah, <laughs> right. Prevent that. You can prolong it, but get ready, get ready, get ready. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you went back to your roots with that one. <laughs> I got it came out of me. <laughs> it came about you. Yeah. Um, so yeah. they is just really hitting it off. And honestly, this is when I started loving the actor uh who played Tay because it, mm-hmm. it just really encapsulated, it really embodied exactly that character. It's like this guy who only has known one way of life for yeah. real. And now he's just seeing all this new stuff. They went bowling, which is like, I don't know why Christians think that's the only Jesus approved love activity bowling. to do. Yeah, uh, they love bowling. love bowling. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. That, now, that's a stereotype. I think it's really a Protestant thing. It's not, it's not, because Catholics, they Maybe don't mind so. just having a beer. <laughs> yeah. Protestants yeah. love bowling. <laughs> bowling and cookouts. Those are like yeah. the two group activities. Yeah. yeah. Bowling and cookouts. <laughs> So nothing else though. Um, So they went bowling and it was like his first time going bowling. So he's, it's just very beautiful. And I just finished a series of urban literature um, from Ashley Antoinette. Cause I, you know, I'm getting into that cause I done read all the Jasmine Guillory books. So I need to take it to the streets. (laughs) (laughs) To the streets. (laughs) streets. And this book had the same scene in it where like this gangster is in love for the first time. And Uh there's this like, reverse coming of age where like this grown these grown mm. people are being able to relax and do like juvenile things for the first time right they right to do them when they were a kid you know it's really beautiful oh that's so sweet i gotta read yeah. that okay actually you gotta grow up fast oh this one's messy yeah. somebody fake their own death and then they come back but then he realized that Ooh. the children is his it's real messy yeah wow okay that's right up my alley it's called butterfly you should get into I, it. It's her bestseller. I see. It's the first thing that pops up when I get her. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Um. So th- there's a scene like that in the movie. So by the time the auntie gets raised on the streets, um, Tay is like, I really got to do this no more. Yeah. 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 Now and Tiffany still this- don't know that her man is running the streets. I mean, she know he up to something that's probably not so great, but she mm-hmm. doesn't know the stakes facing uh tay right now yeah and she had a big heart because i could tell you something right now she i did. get real suspicious when somebody don't tell me that what their job is and where they live <laughs> me i too. get real suspicious me i think me that's too. the atlanta in me because i'm like you scamming i don't want to be you scamming because you scamming. Yeah. you're scamming i'm real loose about my credit cards around the house like i, I don't want to have mm-hmm. to keep them from you yeah. <laughs> like, you're scamming. you know <laughs> yeah so i don't I, yeah she was she's just yeah. real loosey-goosey about that i would have wanted to know well you know she she had a really good heart you know they they look she saw yeah. the good in everybody even if they couldn't see it in themselves so tiffany yeah. better than me because i'm okay so you said you were an entrepreneur what you sell like, what's right. Your what do you? What's do you have a Shopify that I could right. access? I'd it love to support something. You got an Instagram yeah. page, <laughs> like something. Uh, something. Yeah, I, yeah, you got a business, but you ain't got no address, no Instagram page, no email, mm. no website. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, you have a nice um, life, Deontay. Yeah. Period. I don't get that. People <laughs> who are like, it's I don't. I don't get that. The girls who are not in the life at all, like, yeah. you're completely. 
and you choose to engage with drug dealers. And like, you don't have to. You live you in a safe neighborhood. You don't live near that. You yeah. didn't grow up in that. And you choose, it excites you when a nigga pay for dinner in wrinkled up fives and tens. Fives? <laughs> what? The way <laughs> I'd pack up my, I'm a, literally, all right, I'm a girls with the rest of this wine. Pack up my things. Yeah. You have a good night, sir. Um, the the meal's on him and his little crumpled yeah. up tins. I don't got time for that. I'm not doing that with you today. Yeah. And you know, uh, thanks, for, thanks for the like free that. lunch. Don't show up yeah. and gift me no jewelry or something at a date. I didn't even have time to look in to see if this is sustainable. I don't wear just, <laughs> I'm not for just, I don't do that. What if it's sustainable? You know? Oh, Lord. Why would me. you give me, me these? No, then somebody bring me a pair of diamond earrings and I don't even know you. We ain't even, you don't even know my philosophy on that. <laughs> so I'm like, can you tell me where you got these from? Did you like, that's ridiculous. I don't want that. You moving weird. <laughs> so uh, I, yeah. mm, <laughs> I, I didn't think it's you like, would agree. I don't think anybody else yeah, would, would, but it's just like, yeah, but I'm, but I, I know how you are, so that's it is moving yeah. weird for you. That's true. I don't want that. Or somebody like even if you just buy me something else, I'm like, I mean, I how can I know the the if it's a piece of clothes, the fiber composition of this? I just I don't wear oh, Lord. everything. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I know you don't. You're right. So uh, we got 16 minutes to bring this on in. Okay. So um, yeah. Yes. Go ahead. Now the the main issue that gets things stirred up in the streets is that uh Larry and Tay they get robbed their their corner mm-hmm. boys get robbed and their whole stash is gone and this is a big expense yep. and Larry's out for blood for this robbery so big time. he kills people over it and this doesn't sit right with Tay because the bodies are stacking up and mm-hmm. this is just not what he wants so he He got into up, the drug know, business into not the murder business that's so damn naive. That's so stupid. <laughs> he is so dumb. Tay was so dumb. What do you mean? He was. That's just like saying, he "Hey, I want to fix cars. You coming in here pumping up tires and and changing <laughs> brake pads? I just want to work on car engines. This is crazy. No, that's what go with that. How are you gonna be a drug? What you gonna do? Take him to court when you get robbed? <laughs> no. Listen, if he, if he didn't want to do no murdering, he should have worked at a dispensary. Instead of with Larry on the streets. Right. I don't even know if weed, if, if weed is legal in Michigan, but you should have did that, Tay, and helped him grow he this supply. He could have moved his ass to Illinois, where it is yeah. legal, <laughs> okay. and worked at the dispensary. Yeah. So uh, they get into this tussle, and Tay shows some restraint, and he doesn't hurt Larry too bad behind it, because Larry starts, starts mm-hmm. talking crazy about Tiffany. Um, yeah. And... That's where it comes back to bite Tay is that he's out with Tiffany one night and Larry comes back for revenge against Tay and goes to shoot him, but ends up shooting Tiffany and she dies. Yeah, Tiffany being the good woman she is. Yeah. She done in front of a bullet. I'm not doing that, but she did that. Yeah. Tay. Mm. She took that yeah. one. Mm-mm. I ain't jumping in front of no bullets. I'm not going to hold you. I would have felt the animosity and started running. No, immediately, <laughs> immediately. Yeah. I'm running zigzags. He can't catch Hit me. The bricks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm definitely. Yeah, I'm flight before fight. I'm not messing with none of y'all. No. I'm getting away. Yeah. Mm-mm. I would have observed that his hoodie looked mm-hmm. a little heavy in the front. Yep. And I probably would have took on out of there. 
but she got her heart too big. Yeah. She's, she's Tiffany was such a sweet yeah. angel. So and sweet girl. she passed away and you know it really almost took her daddy right flying off the rails and he was ready to take right back, back to, the, to streets. the streets yeah and he you know? okay let's talk about acted down uh steven who played by des cortez crenshaw mm-hmm. he did what he had to do when he found out the news it's it's the breakdown for me i want to see you break down a little bit yeah yeah oh you love drama i do that's crazy about you <laughs> yeah yeah I mean, I, I liked it too. So, like, you know, he does uh, get prevented from, like, the pastor comes and prevents him from going back to the streets and getting it back in blood. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, the movie ends with a, a climactic, uh, what's the word, benediction at the church house yes. where Deontay gives his life over to the Lord, which makes a lot of sense. Honestly, mm-hmm. I've seen, I've seen thugs coming to, um, that sounded racial. I've seen, uh, yeah, thugs. What do you you mean by that? Exactly. Thugs. (laughs) Thugs. What do you mean by that? For some reason, gangsters (laughs) doesn't sound bad, but thugs do. I didn't like the way it came out. I've seen guys like that, like, you know, you know, they're like wearing like a polo shirt tucked into some jeans and they come Mm, from the back of the church and they're like, you know, I'm ready to. I'm ready to give it up. I've seen I'm ready this to turn in around. the church house. Yeah. Um, and it looks just like that. <laughs> so yeah. that was spot on. I also want to give a shout out to the pastor in this scene who was wearing his best uh, Eddie L. Uh, robe. Yeah, that purple. That's exactly yeah, that how Bishop robe. Long used to. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so All I, he had to do I was cinch it in a little bit. And it would have been just oh, yeah. like um, snatch it in at the waist, snatched. Yeah, <laughs> a yeah. little corset vibe because Eddie was snatched always. <laughs> I promise you, I I really feel strongly that Bishop Long's robes still looked. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like that they were tailored around the muscle, so I feel like the armholes <laughs> aren't straight. Like even if you take no. them off, they are they look like a bicep. You can see <laughs> the indentation for the bicep. Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so I invoke once more because yeah. I, I told you we used to go to New Birth and every benediction mm-hmm. go, come wherever you are, wherever you are, <laughs> wherever you are, wherever you are. This big ass. If you're up on the rafters, <laughs> wherever you are, <laughs> and that's you know the pastor was like, if, if there be one, come, come. If there so, be one, yeah. That that, that seems so much pressure. I'm like, do I need to get up? I know, right? And I'm like, damn. I, I mean, I've been so pressured like that. Yeah. I guess I haven't had my second baptism yet, but like I was right, that right. To, do you think I'm strand? Sure. <laughs> is it my time to go back again? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah, um, it was a, it was a powerful scene, and you know they really they it came was. back, they came together, and I, I felt the strong implication that Tay mm-hmm. and Mister Simmons probably would have a really strong relation. A really strong relationship with each other. Yeah, very bonded, you know, after going through the same thing like that. Yeah, it was like, what if God was one of us? One of us. One of us. One of us. Just yes. I mean, who was that? Cheryl Pepsi uh, (laughs) Riley who did that one? Because she did that. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. I think so. I mean, it's from a Tyler Perry. I'm going to Google it. Probably her, yeah. I'm right that. now, one of us. It's a powerful. Yeah, song. it was. Uh, Cheryl Pepsi Riley. She sure did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So that's how it really came all around. It was real emotional, and I thought the Very. story was moving. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So I want to ask you, Sydney, who came to act? Yeah. Um. The, I. I. 
kind of have already mentioned like my top two contenders for this week because I mean stellar performances from both of these actors. Um, but there can only be one winner each, mm-hmm. one nominee each and every week. Um, and this week I'm I'm going to nominate uh, Mr. Denzel Dandridge who played Larry. Mm-hmm. I, he really gave us you know like hardcore killer vibes. I don't out of something about yeah. his performance really took me there, but. Um, you know, I also just want to mention again Chelsea Sutherland, who played Tiffany. Great performance from her as well. But Denzel did yeah. me. So, yeah, honestly, yeah, he did really good. His yeah. he was he shook me um, the way he, he was did. acting. So mm-hmm. I very much when him and Tay got in that fight and he left, yeah, with the bloody mouth. I said, oh, oh, he's acting. Yeah, he he can yeah. act. Yeah, I agree. I'm trying to find. What's my man's name? Uh, Kamel uh, Hassan, the usual bad oh, guy in these Detroit movies. Yes, yes, he was not in this. He reminded though, he? me of him. No, he wasn't in this. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I could see Honestly, that. Honestly, I feel yeah, like yeah. he's the biggest uh, bad guy actor <laughs> in, Detroit. in the Detroit movies. Now, Alfonso Settles is also uh, a strong mm. bad guy, but he can yeah. play a good guy in the DCU. Kamal. Yeah. Kamel, not so much. When I see him, I'm like, oh, he up to something. <laughs> he up to something no good. Yeah. <laughs> but this Denzel's performance in this is, I, I, I'm liable to group him in with those guys. This is this a yeah. heavyweight bad see, guy performance. I see why your mama named you Denzel, okay? Because you, you can mm-hmm. act, okay? And listen, mm-hmm. we, we know the OG Denzel. You be, yeah. yeah. So shout out to living yeah. up to your namesake. Because that was great For performance. Real. For real. And once again, shout out to a friend of the show, Miss Janiyah, and to Mm -hmm. Kamal Smith, uh, whose films we enjoy here as well. And as always, y'all already know I'm going to say, shout out to Detroit. Shout out to Detroit. (laughs) Shout out my niggas in the D. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. What up, though, for all of our Detroit listeners? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's that. Let's get on out of here, and we'll see y'all next week. All right, we'll see y'all next week. Thanks for listening. To join in on the conversation, follow us on Twitter at TNCCPod and on Instagram at New Chitlin Circuit, and that's spelled C-H-I-T-L-I-N. And for the latest and greatest, check out our website at thenewchitlincircuit.com. Circuit.com.